What's up, everyone? Thank you for coming back to Storytime for another episode. I'm here with a new friend of mine, Ron Ortiz, absolute legend, incredible musician. Ron, dude, thank you so much for joining me on this one, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, man, I'm honored to be here. Thanks so much. Dude, it's been such a crazy way to meet you. You and I obviously had a chat last week where I hit Ron up and I was like, dude, you have to come on the show because I came across your music through KJ Apper actually sharing it in one of his stories. And I was like, wait a second, there's something so, so special to this. And recently I've been getting into like blues, jazz kind of music just out of interest. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I told you last week, I've always been raised up on like rock and roll, whether it's, you know, the lighter side of rock and roll, the harder side. And for some reason, the sound of blues and the rhythm of blues just like really, you know, resonates with me in a really nice way and um, came across your music and it was the best thing that I've done this year. <laughs> ah, cool. The Hanks, man. I always, I always thought like blues, rock and roll and like R&B were like joined at the hip, if you will, like in a way, because they're like, they're both honest genres, if you know what I mean. It's like, it's, it's all about conveying emotion whether people agree with it or not. It's like, it's yeah. about just getting this raw material out in this really like sometimes aggressive form, but just always passionately. It's always soul. There's a lot of soul in rock and roll. Yeah. Well, that's what's, that's what like to get straight into music. That's what I really wanted to bring up with you. And we'll play quite a lot of Ron's music um, within the next 20 minutes, like 20 minute space. I'll also put all the links below um, so you can go listen to all of Ron's music all over YouTube and all over Instagram. Um, do yourself a favor and do that. Um, but that's what I really wanted to go into was music. And it's always been a passion of mine and it's always been an interest. And one of my, or my only regret in life was that I didn't push that area of my life when it comes to learning an instrument. Or, you know, like, even if you can't sing, learning the basics, you know, like, learn how to play the drums, learn how to play the guitar, even if it's the simple little things, I think it's such a good way to express and to emote. Um, and it almost frustrates me when I watch people, I mean, you're at an incredibly high talented level, but like when you watch musicians perform and you feel that energy and you, and you feel that emotion, it's the most addictive feeling and it almost makes you want to go, you know, like I want to emote like that. You know, like I want to share my story and I want to feel that passion that they're feeling when they're making this music. Ah, thanks, man. I, I think there's, yeah, there's so many ways to like put emotion out in a lifetime. But for me, it's just like, it's really, if I was going to try to express or explain like for me what it's like playing music, it's like, you're given permission to like leave this world and walk into another one. It's I like, like that. it's like you, you, you really, you go somewhere. If you allow yourself to, to be that, um, that vulnerable, it's like you go into this other space and you're just expressing stuff. And like, I can speak for me personally. It's like in that space, I don't have room for a filter. You know what I mean? Uh, Feeling what people feel or what, what they're throwing at me. And, and I don't have room or space to filter what I'm putting out. Yeah. And it's like, 
it's a really freeing experience. I, I mean, I've written as other people who have different ways of doing that. You know, there's, there's poets, there's visual artists, there's, there's all these other ways, there's acting. And it is all these ways of just conveying something in a moment without a filter. And I think whether people are pursuing like a trade or a talent or, or not, I think that's something we should do at least a few times in a lifetime. Just like yeah, remove yeah. the filter yeah. and just like let it out. Well, we have you know to, I mean? right? I mean, we, we, we extremely yeah. emotional beings, right? And that's what differs us from every other species on the planet, right? Is I think other species do yeah, have emotion, but I think, you know, but we, we, we have the ability to, to share that and to show it. Um, when it comes yeah, to, I totally agree. I, I like that you brought up stepping into another world. I think that's the coolest metaphor for music and for making music. But when it comes <laughs> to, so like performance is one thing, right? Like being on a stage and you feel the energy of the crowd, um, and you're giving it your all there's 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 a certain magic that happens at live performance that that connection between musician and audience when you sitting by yourself and you because i mean you play all the instruments right you told me this last you play the drums the guitar the piano like you play everything yeah i, I grew up playing a lot of instruments man um i don't profess to be a drum anymore because i played with some drummers that are way better than me <laughs> So I play ideas on the drum set and then I pass it off to them. But uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of grew up around instruments all the time, a really musical family, tons of musical friends and just creative friends. And it's just like, it was always a space of just like, I don't know, to try to just get in a, like you said, emotive feeling or, or translate. It's crazy to trying to translate ideas or translate conversations mm, into mm, music. Mm. Um, but that like, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's even hard to explain, right? Like finding words to how you do it and how you feel is difficult. Yeah, it, it is kind of, it is kind of, it's kind of weird. I like what you talked about, before, like what you just mentioned about like what it is playing on a live show and communicating with an audience like in that it, it really is an exchange. Um, yeah. so, some musicians forget that or don't get that. It's like you go up there and it's like, I want to show what I can do. And that's, yeah. oh, that's way off point. It's like, if we want to do like, if we just want to play for ourselves, we should just sit in our room and play. But like, yeah. it's like when you have the opportunity to connect to a group of people or just one person, it's communication. I play something out and see if it resonates with you. Yeah. And then you give me back a feeling. I feed from that. And then it just grows. That, that's part of why I think no two positions, no two performances are ever supposed to be the same. Yeah. You kind of give something unique and give something special every time. So the people that were at that performance walk away with something that is unique to them. I like that. Yeah, if, I, if, try, I can, <laughs> I can, I can imagine it being very similar to like theater performance. Whereas, I mean, the goal is to make each night of performance as incredible as the yes. one before. Yes. But, but there's it, always yes. something different. It could, it could be, um, you know, the way that I delivered a certain line or the way that I was feeling in a certain scene or the way that I, you know, was feeling a connection to a certain character at that moment in time. And for you guys, I think it's very similar going from song to song, you know, something, something could happen in your personal life that 
when you're on stage and you have a song that makes you feel a certain way, that thing that happened in your personal life and this song could suddenly resonate with each other and the song takes on a whole new meaning and the performance is a whole different thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree, man. It's like, yeah, it's like that. And another thing is like, I like to bring up like real issues in mm. a lot of my songwriting, like talk about real things and sometimes offer advice. And sometimes the advice or solutions I offer are not just like black and white. Hey, you should do it this way. And that solves the problem. Yeah. And that's because I realized life doesn't work that way. What works for me isn't necessarily going to work for everybody else. You know what I mean? If you're in a situation yeah. and every situation is going to be like what I was in. So I try to bring up a point and bring up solutions that just remind you that you've got the solution or maybe someone you know has the solution and just, just to work it out. And uh, a strong point that I always lean on is that is love is always the answer. And you can, you can express every emotion from a place of love. I think That's we all cool. forget that as humans. You know what I mean? Like you can do something that really hurts me and I can get angry and I can express to you how I feel from a place of love and it's not destructive. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. It's like, I, I, I think it's that's, like, that's, it's a lot to take in, in that, you know, being, being able to put yourself in a position of expressing anger th through, through a perspective of love. That's like, what? Yeah. You know, it like can, half, like half, half the people in the world are like, how do you, how do you even do that? Do you do you that? know? And it, it's, I think, well, to to that specific i mean you know that this is this is your story and you, you have to keep talking on this but to to you saying that i think that comes from a point of empathy um you know being angry at someone and being able to see it from their side and from their perspective and why it was done and provide that level of understanding from human to human i i, I think yeah. that's coming from a position of love, right? Of, of, of coming from a stance of, you know, trying to put myself in your shoes and understand why it was done and how, and then being as human as I possibly can and trying to convey love in that situation. Yeah, that's a good point. One second, real quick. Ida, that is still doing, talking on his camera, okay? If she wants grapes and we don't have her, please give her raisins. Shame, Ron. Ron has his kids there with him. They're the most adorable kids in the world. Um, <laughs> so they want what you, you have to you have to hand so, out blueberries. Yeah, yeah blueberries. <laughs> blueberries and raisins. There we go. And there water. we go. Blueberries, raisins, and water. I love so that. yeah, to express that. So first, I want to I want to emphasize what I'm not saying. What I'm not saying is like if someone stepped on, on your toes over and over, physically stepping on your toes, not just a metaphor, stepping on them. I'm not saying like, oh, ouch, that hurts me. Please don't do it. I mean, no, that's unrealistic. It's just yeah. like if somebody's stepping on your toes, you could be like, oh, whoa, like what are you doing? Like, uh. so when I'm talking about from a place of love, it start, it's internal. Now, in my expression and in my response, am I seeking to destroy this person? Am I seeking to hurt them? Am I seeking uh -huh. to stop what's happening to me that hurts me? Now, if my end goal is always that I love this person, I want a better relationship with this person, or I want what's best for them as well as what's best for me, then it's coming out of that space. And that's yeah. why it's always a personal check. It's like, 
if if you said something to me that really hurt me, it's like, oh, yo, that that bothered me. It's not, oh, you know what I never liked about you? That means it's something that I've been harboring. You know I what see, I mean? I see, I see. So, like, you can bring it out and resolve all these issues by coming from a constructive place. And yeah. that's in pain, anger, loss, love, excitement, joy, everything. It can all come out of this same place of love rather than the same place of like trying to destroy something or trying to corrupt something. And it's like, okay, baby, that's why I put it over there for her. Okay. I love you. <laughs> once for you, once for her. I love you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, they know, they know that like when dad's like focus on something, they're like, Hmm, let me see if I can get away with it. Yeah. Let, let me see if I can pop a question in here real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, so that, that, that point of view, when you speak about music being a gateway into stepping into another world and finding that energy and that magic and then showing it, is that the same world that you step into from a writing perspective? Writing perspective. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more conscious of it when I'm, when I'm performing, it's like I n I've realized I have no control over going into that other space when it's time to share something. Uh -huh. When I'm writing, I think it's so important to reflect where you are as well as equally important to where some idea crosses your mind or crosses your heart. You have to go after it full on. It's like, it's like sometimes I'll be sitting around and it just be like a weird melody or something to get in my head. And it can go, it, it can go away if I don't go after it. It'd be something as simple as like. And like that, it could be nothing. It can go away and you know, you just heard it and I thought, it, oh, it's cool. I hummed it and never comes back again. Yeah. Or you can respect that, or you can respect that ins inspiration enough to hold on to it and and just and let it blossom and then it could go to something like it could go like every day i see your smile and i've got nothing left to say it could grow like it's that's so like cool Sometimes it's it's hearing it, capturing it, and following it, and sometimes something just strikes you, and it's so clear that you can't think of anything else. I've had both of those. Yeah. And sometimes I've gone right after it, and sometimes it just let it go, like that. That was just in a moment, just now. It's just like just something. That was incredible. That's so cool. Doing. And but I think it's crazy. Like we see so many um. The documentaries or whatnot where an artist is like talking about like i went to my favorite cafe got a notepad and pen and waited for inspiration to strike me that almost never happens yeah it always yeah. comes when you think you have no time for it and then it hits you well i mean like you know it's 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 the unexpected things that happen in life that end up being our best stories right and our best moments yeah. and our best yeah. learning curves and i think that's what good lyrics can come from yeah, and that's man. what you know like a good 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 point of views and good opinions and good you know views on life can come from stories and situations that you've gone through that you didn't plan i mean that's life right i always like yeah, to think about life, it that man. you know like that's sometimes I, the best like, parts 
exactly you know like i put this plan in place you know like i'm in control and life goes really okay cool dude thanks for trying but this is actually what's going to happen for the next three months but on on, on, exactly i mean look at 2020 but on on that note on that note of you of you doing that little that little piece there i want to play some of your music so people can hear this and and how special this is so this is a song called silent whispers uh by ron ortiz and the truth uh this is live in the studio um yeah incredible song i'm just gonna let it speak for itself What I say inside, I'm asking you all, I'm asking you twice, silent whisper. I'm asking you once, asking you twice, won't you hear me now? that oh wow it's power it's i get goosebumps listening to that song dude seriously i think there's there's um there's such a iconic line in that song i think it's like right at the beginning i think it's off the bat you say sometimes i feel like this life ain't my own um did you did you did you write that song from a perspective of like it, it it feels so happy and smooth and like easy going but it's almost like there's like a sadder you know like a sadder side to it yeah it's really silent whispers is about you have that friend or that person in your life that you really love and care about but unfortunately they do things that hurt themselves I see. and it's it, they do things that hurt themselves. And I've learned from personal experience, you can't always come up to someone, grab them by the shoulders and be like, don't do that, you're hurting yourself. Yeah. Sometimes that pushes them further into what they're doing. Like sometimes we're, 
quite stubborn. We, we can yeah. be quite a stubborn species. Yeah. And so the idea, the concept of silent whispers is like you keep just silently, softly suggesting it's saying the right thing, the healthy way for them. And hopefully that they accept it as an idea to try out. At least, all right, I've tried all this other stuff so much. Maybe I'm going to give love a chance. Maybe mm. I'm going to give mm. like the hard work a chance, the things that it takes to heal, the things it takes to maybe get on a better track. And yeah. it's like, that's where the initial inspiration came for the lyrics in that song. Yeah. Your kids agree with you. Your kids agree with you. Yeah. They're having a blast. They're putting all the building blocks up on the, on the baby's eating chair. So there's about a bit of madness is about to happen like. Oh, wow. Two in two minutes. Well, what are we yeah. going to do? I'm going to play another one. I have to, because one just isn't enough. Is there, is there one that you would recommend that I play? I have the. Oh man. Um, there's a fun one on there. There's a couple fun ones. Oh, it depends if we want to go soft and mellow or if we want to go up. Which one would you, I mean, there's, there's the truth. There's tomorrow. There's this is America. Walk that walk. Carry me along. I hope you remember. Yeah. I really personally, like out of the new songs, I like, I hope you remember a lot. Okay. So let's play a little snippet out of that. So this is one of the songs that is in your Patreon. Um, you do a lot of exclusive music as far as I understand that people can go in and they can uh, like join into your Patreon and they can find yeah. everything there. Yeah, they can get everything on there. And this is all stuff that's going to be on a new album and they get to like hear the whole collection there first. Awesome. And everything's like live in the studio. So there's like cool laughs and like chats yeah. and everyone's kind of getting along yeah, in the room. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun, man, because it's like we... um. We decided to go in the studio to see what would happen. So I named this one Live in the Studio Volume 1. So yeah. we're planning to do Volume 2, and it's going to hold, it's going to be on the Patreon too. Yes. So it's, it's just awesome. us all in a studio with like cool sound, a nice layout, and just like creating music. And we have a lot of inside laughs and jokes that went on during this whole session. So yeah. That's so <laughs> cool. That's, I love that. Well, this is, yeah. I hope you remember, Live in the Studio, Ron Ortiz and The Truth. Let's play this one for you guys. Remember all the days we shared. The good days, rough ones too. I hope you remember.
some days hey i don't know which way to go but i keep on hey ain't nothing else to do So lift your heart up, see the love that you thought was dying, there. cause this life you got to live now, hey, it never ever, ever gonna come again, Dude, that is. <laughs> oh, I love it so much, dude. And it's like I love that you brought up going into another world. That's my favorite thing I've ever heard you say. In that, it's it's so it's so relevant. In that, like, especially watching you, being able to see the video and like like actually see what you're feeling when you're strumming and you're singing and you're hitting all the different notes, like. It's just like, do I get goosebumps like now again talking about it? It's like, it 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 really is. It's it's opening up a door for someone and going, check this is half hill. This is this is what I'm thinking. Here's my world. Step in and you know this is like it, it's raw. It's just like thanks, man. I I think that's what your music is so good at. It's so raw. It's so honest and like open. And there's nothing more free. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. It's that's that's what I've always loved about art. Um, my dad was a visual artist, like painted portraits and stuff, as well as musician, and and that kind of showed me like so opened a doorway to seeing so many other visual artists. And that's something what I've always appreciated. It's like you can tell if an if an artist goes to paint by numbers, like if if there's like a lot of people like telling them how to move their hand and what to paint inside. Or you can see if somebody stares at a blank canvas and they're just gonna go out on the ledge and just put their heart out there. Mm. And, you know, most of the time, everybody's not gonna agree with it and like it, but it's who you are. And mm. it's like, do we make that um, compromise of trying to be somebody else the whole time rather than presenting yourself and just, and that's one of the most, inspirational ways we can live no matter what it is you choose to to lead as a as a profession or whatever it's inspiration and i still get inspiration from people like every day like seeing somebody who's just wholeheartedly convicted to sharing something honest mm. and just being true about it it's just being like man where do they get the courage to just just do that there's yeah. um there's yeah. a there's a plethora of musicians that that i listen to that that emanate that and have inspired me throughout my lifetime yeah and it's just it's just so cool to see well that's what like last time we spoke uh ron and i were chatting on the similarities that we could find between musicians and actors and how there's that uh raw emotion where you um convicted to start to tell a story and you're convicted to be honest and open and raw and um it's both a burden and a gift. Um, it's both something that is freeing and scary at the same time. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's just the art 
of storytelling and of, you know, of like the reason I love acting. And I discovered this recently, um, just doing a lot of writing and trying to find why do I enjoy doing what I do, um, whether people see it or whether they don't, or whether it's a big deal or not, or, you know, just me as a person, why do I dig doing what I dig, you know? And, um, I feel a conviction to tell people's stories. Um, and to use the emotional capacity that I have to convey that, um, obviously link it to my own experiences and my own emotions, but there are so many stories out there that need to be heard and that need to be told. And I find pleasure in uncovering those, um, and learning about people and discovering emotions and why we behave the way we do with each other. And, you know, I, I like how you said earlier about being stemmed in love. And I think, a lot of people are, and we just might not even realize it or not be able to like, you know, pinpoint why or why not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm rambling on a bit about why I love what I do. And this is, this isn't about me. This is about you, but that's, that's, that's kind of, Dude, it's about, it's about all of us. That's what makes it work. That's what makes what I do worthwhile. And I'm, and I'm, I'm sure with you too, it's like, it's the connection of people. It's like mm. how we inspire each other, how we like, mm. um, like struggles, like, uh, I wrote a song that was, um, um, man, I always forget the title of my songs, but I, I wrote this song about, um, oh, it's called Light the Way. And yeah. it's like on my last album, Love is Love. And this whole song was about embracing the struggles you've been through, like the hardships. Like me, I lost my dad 10 years ago. And we were really like this, man. He was like my best friend growing up and we spent so much time together. And when That's he passes, hard, just like, you know, how do you make sense of that, right? And yeah. it's like, and it took me a lot of years to kind of understand why hardships exist in a life. Mm. Because mm. quite naturally, we want all the, we want all the great feelings. We want all the beauty, we want all the things, but that's the other half of life is all these heavy, quote, negative emotions. Mm. And mm. I, I think she wants more blueberries. Oh, blueberries and raisins. Yep, she nodded her head. Right. There we go. I so, just heard blueberries in the background. And then the little, so little cute. One's like, yeah. So these, what I was pointing out is like these heavy emotions. When you go through those hard things, some personalities and some lives are more lean towards um, finding solutions and getting through those things. And some of them more personalities that are so emotionally raw mm. that they're more leaning towards feeling everything that they're going through rather than looking for solutions immediately it's mm. feeling all those and trying to make sense of it mm. and i found out like going through a lot of that you kind of at the end of a hardship what i'm trying to say is you get a torch at the end of that to light the way for someone else it's mm. like you go into this dark space and at the end you get this little bit of light. So mm. when you recognize that someone else is going through that, only from going through that or witnessing someone going through that really on a personal level, can you help someone else to get through it? Mm. It's like before mm. I lost my dad, I said all the sound bites that were quote right. Like if you need anything, I'm here for you. Like anyone yeah. I've met that was going through loss. After I lost my dad, I realized those are all the maybe maybe not the right things to say like mm -hmm. 
anything you need, call me. Can you bring that person back? You know, that's yeah. the first thing I thought yeah. when someone came up and they're like, anything you need, call me. It's like, I don't want any money. I don't want any party. I don't want anything. I just want that person here. Yeah. But, what are you going to give me other than that person that's now gone? Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's the source of what I think my pain is, is them gone. What I realized and what I started sharing with people, like it took me five, six, seven years after losing my dad, I would sit with someone who just lost someone. And my advice was that pain you feel is that person making space to live in you. We can't rush that. That's that pain yeah. is they need space and time to make space to live in you. It's like, That's so it's cool. just, and you know, I start seeing my dad in different things that I do and different ways that I talk and different ways my siblings or my family talk and express themselves. And it's like, that's, that's another part of life. Yeah. And it begs the question, it always begs the question, like, is the end really the end? We don't know until yeah. we've reached, quote, the end, <laughs> you know? But that's, that, that's it's, what's it's crazy. But it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's crazy that we get given such a beautiful thing as life. And there's this like daunting thing at the end of, of, of death and, every, and, every, and, and everything going away. And I think like, I, I can't imagine dealing with my dad passing. I'm, I'm in the same situation as you where my dad's one of my best friends, you know, um, he's, he's helped yeah. me at a business level, at a, at a, at a personal level, emotional level. He's helped me in relationships. He's helped me with, with, with everything. I mean, my, the, the moral code that I live by is what my mom and dad put in me. Right. There's, there's, there's so much that we owe to parents. Um, and I think what is so special about what you do, uh, you as yourself and you as musician is you given these ways to portray through writing, then creating uh, melodies and rhythms and notes and riffs and everything to go around that idea and to make it relatable and to make it easy to hear and to make it able to dive deep into, into someone's emotion through, through, through the power of music. And then you're also given the creative outlet to perform it. It's, you know, it, it's, that's what's so crazy to me. And that's what makes music so special to me is that you use the written word, which you turn into the spoken word through the use of instruments and then you perform it and you go, here I am. This is me. This is how I feel. This is my emotion. And you, you, you were able to take that experience with your dad and use all these creative outlets to create the story, like you said, to use it as a light that now other people going through that, whether they resonate with the lyrics or the melody or the tune or the performance, you've given them something that is a light at the end of the tunnel. I never thought about it like that, man. That's, that is, it's a, it's a whole expression. Give me one second. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Shame. Ron's got four kids. Um, and they're all right. They're the most amazing kids. One of them were actually on the show. <laughs> there we go. I was just saying when your kids won. Yeah, she's here. She's like, I had enough of sitting in that chair, dad. Cute, man. It's like, it's my time now. Yeah. She's like, it's my time to be on camera, dad. Yeah, this, Sweet one's man. Just, this one really just super craves personal touch a lot. Yeah. It's like as long as somebody's there and just like, she's just 
which is totally fine. It's love languages, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, man. The words, yeah. the five love languages. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was funny the other day. I was, I was just laughing and talking to my wife about it, and one of my family members was like guessing which fa- which love language that they thought was definitely not mine. Yeah, and I was like, huh. It's funny they guessed that because that is actually my love language. Oh, really? Yeah. What did they guess? They, they, uh, one of my brothers guessed that personal touch was not my love language. And it, and and, like, and it is? Yeah, it's like number one. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I did, I did the, the, the love language. Like I've done a couple different tests, like personality tests and stuff because yeah. I find it so interesting. And yeah. I did the love language test and... Uh, personal touch or like affection like you know human yeah. human touch like that's why i like hugging people um yeah i love hugging people and embracing people like i, f- I feel like there's there's so much in a hug that is unspoken but it's so it's so yeah. special it's like that's it's true. like when when a mother gets given her child and the mom holds the child and it's that skin to skin touch that creates that bond right between the two of them there's so much to that um that's true man it's like that's like it's that instant as soon as the baby's out it's like moms usually put the baby right there and just hold them yeah and then they just like yeah it's awesome man have you like have you have you sorry to interrupt you have have you ever written something regarding having kids because i know like your kids play a huge part of your life yeah i've written a couple songs like specifically about like my individual daughters like i've one that i wrote about my eldest daughter when she was first born awesome. it's called look at those eyes there i wrote something about um a song to my i've written like a whole album to my wife and then that's a couple incredible of songs i speak about um my daughters but like um i've not really written one just solely about like what it's like being a parent and like having kids it's like mm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe something there, man. <laughs> let the inspiration go and, and see what comes out. Cause it's definitely a new dynamic. I mean, as a, like a, a much younger guy, like when I was like between 13 and, and 18, all I did was like sit in a corner with my instrument. Like mm. that's what I loved and craved doing. It's like any time of the day, that's where you'd find me, man. I'd just be in a corner with my guitar or a little keyboard, just trying to find ideas and translate them. And, and, yeah now it's like most of my day is filled with you know realizing ideas but being a dad simultaneously like Mm, mm. i don't i try not to ever make a border between like work life priorities and and creativity it's like it's all one life Mm, and i mm. shouldn't try to make one thing suffer for the benefit of the other thing when they're all interwoven in my opinion but that's why you can find so much inspiration right yeah, of course there's times where I wish my kids would, you know, hush and let me try to work <laughs> on something and go down the rabbit hole. That's yeah. that way. The, the honesty of a father. I, th- I, th- I think, <laughs> I think what, is, what is so cool, I mean, I don't have kids. I have two younger siblings. Um, my parents had my younger brother when I was seven. Um, so I, you know, Shan, does she want to say something for the... For the camera. Let's take my phone and throw it because it's locked. <laughs> Just throwing your, throwing your phone across camera there. Shame. 
She's so cute. So my my parents had my younger brother when I was seven. So, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, he was like the little mini me, you know, and like I taught him how to swim, taught him how to ride a bike. And you're like, he was like my little bro, you know, like my whole life. My parents had my sister as well, which was a whole different dynamic. Um, so I've been around kids my whole life, just never had my own. Um, but it's 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 crazy to see how someone having kids the the legacy that you leave behind is in your music and they're saying your kids you know like it, it it's almost like having a child i mean i don't have one so like this is the only thing that i can fathom having having a child is like here's this person mold them and create them and shape them to be something unique and special it, it's yeah. almost a creative it's process Yes, yes, and yes, and no. Like when I before I had kids, I thought like, oh man, I'm gonna raise all my kids this way. Maybe they'll all be musicians. Maybe they'll all be this and like do all this cool stuff because that's an idea. But then you realize when they're born, they're already who they are. Yeah. And it's like, I I I had to learn that it's like as a parent, you're waiting for them to introduce to you who they are, and you try to give them the tools and try and guide them ultimately to let them go which is that's crazy or to i look forward to at dread the same time it's like the day that you you know you got to let them fly and it's yeah. like i'm looking at them now and they're so small but i'm already i'm just totally not ready for that day to ever come yeah but it's like that's how a life just blossoms and explodes it's like the moment where they've got to go out on their own feet and they've got to they've got to make mistakes. You, you, mm. I mean, my life wouldn't be what it was if I didn't make a ton of mistakes, like a ton. Oh uh, yeah. I can tell you about a bunch of mistakes. Thankfully I still have all 10 fingers. <laughs> there you go. You, well, as long as you can keep making music, the world's a happy place. Yeah. Well, that's funny. That's, that's something I heard Jack Johnson say once, like when his bandmates, they were traveling and some of them had like some stupid injuries and he's like, Hey, can you still do this? Can you still do this? Oh, good. We're good. We're good. Good. Yeah. Everything will be okay. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> That's so cool. I That's thought so it was cool. so funny, man. I thought yeah. it was so funny. He's just a legend in music. Jack Johnson, yeah. John Mayer, all those guys. Like, Yeah, there's so many amazing musicians and I'm, I'm just grateful that we've got some really good ones in my generation that I can mm. go and see live. Mm. Is there, is there, is there anything in music final question before we, before we get going, but is, is there any music genre that you look at and would want to like play around in and branch into and like try out? Yeah. Uh, almost all of them really. I mean, I, I had, um, I'd love to do things with a full symphony one day. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I love to do some more rock music soon like sometimes i'm like i think inspiration hits in different ways and um mm. in popular music it's like if you get an icon in popular music and they get really known for a certain style they're kind of um they're kind of nudged away from going in any other different vein because yeah they say you know you can alienate your listeners but mm. ultimately i think that's 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 a dishonesty and a disservice to the people listening it's like 
maybe you should brand each project differently so they know what they're getting into. Mm, <laughs> but I still think, mm, mm. like, if you're super inspired, if you're like a crazy rock musician and you're super inspired to write some ballads, I think you should write those ballads while you're feeling it. And then, like, it, all of a sudden, if you like, you've gone on a on a journey somewhere and you're like, oh man, I'm inspired to write like this this really authentic Cuban grooves with these musicians. <laughs> It's That's like, cool. do it, man. I'm excited to hear where it goes. Yeah. It's like, I love listening to Pavarotti. I love listening to Sting, Bob Marley. Bob Marley will never get old to me. I love Bob Marley. Yeah. And it's like all the way to like all the blues musicians. John Mayer, the Continuum album, I think it's like. It's good. That should be like a time capsule, man, yeah. for, forever. Yeah. And then it's like, um, there's just so many different, oh, thanks. There's just so many different genres and styles out there. If I was going to point it like three that I'd love to go down a rabbit hole of soon, it's like, of course, there's always soul. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the artist Passenger. He's like a singer-songwriter out of the Passenger. UK. I recognize and, that name, but I'll, I'll quickly yeah, he download did the song it. like Let Her Go and a bunch of things. Like, he's really good songwriters. He's, his early, he's like, right when he finally just broke out with the album All of the Lights, he just was doing his performance is so personal. It's like wow. when you see him performing and singing and whatnot, it's like he's talking directly to you. And it's like, I love that about art. I love that about music. Passenger, Let Her Go, right? Was the, was yeah, the song. Let Her Go by Passenger, yeah. I'm going to download that. And it's, it's amazing, man. It's like meeting musicians who just, just inspire you to go different directions. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for what you have coming next. Is there anything now that you want to like mention or say that you're busy on that's exciting to look forward to? Well, um, we, we, we prematurely released this song. <laughs> we were supposed to go back to mixing and everything, but now it's out a day early. It's called This Is America, like the studio version. And I worked with a uh, friend of mine. Her name is Saida Wright. So that's on spotify and everything but it's probably gonna be down in like four days it'll be gone okay so i don't know. so but it'll be back up again i guess in a few weeks from now but it's okay. called this is america and you can find acoustic versions on my instagram and everything but um and you can find the studio version in the patreon in the patreon but i'm really excited for that song to officially come out mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's just like it's um it's this idea that a lot of young folks now, or just the general, general, my generation, it's like, we have all these problems with our country as the US mm. and things we want to fix or things that we're condemning the country about. And it's like, no, no, slow down. Wait a minute. It's not just our country. Our country is really us. And we've fallen asleep at, at the wheel, if you will. Like we've fallen asleep at, while we're driving it. We don't, mm. we're not even aware mm. that we have that much power as a community and as people that if there are problems, we can fix it. We don't need a politician to do it. So yeah. it's like, if we want to make this country a better place, we just, we got to do the work. We got to stand up and do the work, man, and make it a wonderful place to live in and share and thrive and, and welcome people from all over the world to come here and, and be a great place. And that's what makes it so special. Yeah. Well, I, th I think, look, 20, 2020 has been the most intense year for everyone. I mean, here yeah, in South dude, Africa, whack of a year dude like everybody oh, was like dude. it was so funny i was talking to so many friends and i was like dude 2020 is gonna be amazing and and almost all my friends were like had this idea of 2020 that it's 
the year of new beginnings. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds cool. I want a year of new beginnings. And now that it's here, we're like, oh, snap, wait, go, go, go back. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like, mean wait like a second. that. Let's just like, go like, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's like, it's like tear up the good, bad and the ugly and just like toss it all on our face and say, like, here's a chance to start again. This is what we got. And the fact that we're all kind of locked at home, quarantining, it's a really major point for inner reflection. And it's like little or no distractions out there. It's like mm. we are trapped with ourselves and, and we can connect to each other and, and like no other time with the internet. But yeah. it's like, it's like what, what year has been better for new beginnings than 2020? It's as shocking as it is. So... Mm. I want to say I'm excited for 2021, 20, but I don't want to make any grand predictions because I don't exactly. know. But exactly. But 21 has been, it's been, it's been impactful enough. 2020 has been impactful enough. So I'm just hoping that we learn from all the things that have been stirred up and that we just go forward and, and make a wonderful time together and, um, and learn from everything. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there's, there's, there's so much from a creative standpoint as well as an individual standpoint this year that has just been so impactful for everyone. Like, do you have any idea how many like spaces in music and film and like areas like that, that come out of the year like this, it's a monumental year for creative yeah, fields just because people have been in there. I mean, you know, it has good and bad, but people have been in their own heads for so long discovering things. Yes. And one second, my battery used to start on my camera. Oh, no problem. No problem. You can't, you can't see me, but, uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can still hear you on that side. We all good. All right, cool. Hello. Hello. Okay. Yeah, man. It's like, if we, if we look back in history and like, like when I first started, you know, expressing music and everything else, it was always about writing and feeling the emotions of, like sitting at home or sitting in your favorite place to be and expressing yourself. And now we don't have all the distractions. It's like you're forced to slow way down. Yeah. Like, and with respect to everything going on, not yet. <laughs> with respect to everything going on, it's really, I'm really looking forward to seeing all the cre creative things that come out of this. I agree. I agree. I'm looking forward to the year. I'm looking forward to your new project. I'm looking forward to getting all the feedback from everyone that's going to sign up to the Patreon and find Thanks, all these man. special moments and these special live performances. And that's something that definitely needs immense amounts of credit. Um, yeah. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your time. Thank you for putting your talent and your gift out there, dude, and creating stuff that is eye opening for, a kid out in South Africa that's discovering blues and discovering music that is down your alley. Thank you for giving people that gift, dude. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. So thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, man. And I I can't wait to one day come down there and visit you and hang out. Oh, you'll love it, dude. I think you'll 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 pull so much inspiration out of South Africa and Africa as a whole. That's there's awesome. there's so much going on down here. Um, that's amazing, oh. man. I should be out that side soon. Let's see when borders and aeroplanes and everything are allowed to be up and running again. So hopefully I'll yeah. be out that side soon and I can be in the studio and I can feel that vibe in the studio and take it, take it, take it a step further.
and let me know when you're out here. Yeah, and, I will for sure, dude. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ron, I'm going to let you go. Send love to the wife, send love to the kids. Love to you. Thank you so much for your time again, brother. I appreciate it so much. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Aloha. Thanks.